Hello and welcome to season two, episode five of the Perspective Podcast. I am stoked about today's episode as I will be talking to the co-founders of 4085 Productions. This includes Jordan Rice, Alex Nimrod, Caleb Mansky, and Maximus Jenkins. Now, 4085 Productions is a production company founded by USC students that aims to explore the individuality of human expression through cerebral narratives. From starting out to the process of creating a film from start to finish, we are going to cover everything it takes to build a production company as a student. With that being said, let's see what Jordan, Alex, Caleb, and Maximus's perspective really is. everybody welcome to perspective i haven't done an interview yet with multiple people this season so i'm very excited for today's episode as well as learning more about 4085 i had a close friend tell me about your guys's company i checked it out and immediately knew that i had to have you guys on to interview you and learn more about this company thanks for having us hey yeah yeah. thank you thanks of course okay so before we jump into all things 4085 specifically let's start by going around and just having each of you tell us a little bit about yourself and what role you have in the company so that listeners can match a name with a voice for sure uh, my name is Jordan Rice, um, and I'm one of the co-founders with these three guys, um, and I do a lot of producing and head up production. Hi, I'm Caleb. Um, I started film in high school, and I'm doing film here at USC. And um, I mostly do camera stuff, technology stuff, and like post-production editing. I'm Maximus Jenkins. Um, I am in my third year at USC. I do a lot of stuff on set with 485 as well as business strategy and a lot of the business planning and um, as well as directing and camera stuff with Caleb. Hi, uh, my name is Alex. Um, I'm an actor and like a writer and now just recently a director. I do creative development, which means a lot of like writing and making sure all the stories fit under um, the narratives that we are trying to tell. Amazing. So all of you guys are in the film industry and on your website, I noticed that it mentions that you started this company in the midst of the pandemic and just trying to kind of combat your boredom through filmmaking. So if you could tell me like whose idea was it, how this company really came to life, I think that would be super interesting because I feel like in the pandemic, everyone, or at least I did, like had all these like cool ideas I thought I was going to work on, but yours actually came to fruition, unlike mine. <laughs> so how was the process from brainstorming to the establishment of this company? Well, I guess I can start that. So we all moved in together. In the spring semester, well, Alex, Jordan, and I, Caleb, um, were moved in together in the spring semester of 2021, and I was taking a film class where we had to make little short films, and I happened to live with two actors, so we just started making short films for my class every week, and it was pretty fun. Until we met Max here, it was just us three, but we met Max, and... He said he was interested in film, so he started coming over and hanging out, and we started brainstorming ideas. Um, we made our first film, Lift, together. It was a one-take in a car. Um, the other three acted here, and I filmed it. And it was just us getting together one night and just making a film. And we realized, hey, this is really fun, and we work really well together. So we started making more films and more films. 
and we started talking um, that this could potentially go somewhere because we were making, well, relatively now, not very quality stuff, but at the time we were very impressed and um, having a lot of fun. I still call it quality. Yeah, it was. We were making quality quality. stuff quickly, and that was the whole goal. True. Amazing. So who, like, came up with the name? Like, what was, like, the first steps that you took in order to take this from just your idea and, like, enjoyment of creating films to really turning this into a business? Yeah. um, So the name was actually the apartment that these three guys lived at, not me, was 4085 at the Lorenzo. So then that's where we started. Like the first three movies we made were in that apartment. And so that's where the name kind of came from and stemmed from. You want to take the next part of that, Jordan? Yeah. um, For me, I think uh, the big thing was we, we had a shift in our company where we kind of realized that, wow, we like making this. We're good at the turnaround speed um, and we can pump out content that is fast and collaborative and teamwork based. And that is, I think when 485 had a shift of, this is not just a company for us. This is a company for the people. And we want to create an environment at USC where any, any person, if you have never acted in something before, if you've ever written something before, if you have a, a thought that wants to come to fruition, or if you have some sort of idea, you can come to 4085 and we will be the space that helps collaborate and create with you and get it done. Mm. I feel like that's something that's so special about USC is that like everyone from these like walks of life come in with different specialties and are able to create something really special together. And like, that's how people come together at USC, I feel like. So that's awesome that you guys are able to do that. There are a lot of talented and artistic people here at USC and it's just a beautiful place to be. And speaking of talented people, so you guys are made up of... Well, I guess you guys kind of all do a little bit of everything, but I guess when you were kind of like building 4085 Productions, how did like each of your different perspectives as either like actors or directors or creative strategy, like how did that all contribute to 4085? Because you guys all have like your own specialty, right? Essentially, you know, at our base, we were two filmmakers and two actors, Um, you know, before coming to college and before starting 4085, I had never produced before, really done any acting on camera. Um, and as we started to create our first 10 films in our first sort of era of filmmaking, I think we all sort of realized that we want to write, we want to direct, we want to do editing, we want to do post stuff, we want to do producing, we want to do scenic design. Um, and through sort of that, just sort of playing around with it and figuring out what our strengths are, we realized, okay, we actually have more than something, more than just a machine that makes films. We have created this machine that's pumping out content at a high quality in an extremely low micro budget in times that are just not seen in the industry today. I mean, in our first era, we were literally doing a film a week, which is just like from start to finish, as in production day one begins on Monday and it gets posted to YouTube Sunday at three. Um, you know, that exists in the world and it's not that we invented the wheel, but it's that, you know, we really were able to cultivate this environment where we were pumping out high quality stuff on a low time. And we were like, let's just continue doing this at a higher scale and a higher level. Mm, Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I've had friends in the film school and like, seriously, they work on projects for so long. So I guess like 
being a film student and also like building this company at the same time what was that like because I feel like film students have like some of the most busy schedules just because of production schedules and everything that's going on so how did you guys handle that in the beginning well for comparison um I'm in the production major right now and I'm taking a class CTPR 310 which is intermediate production it's the first big film production class that we take in our journey here at USC and we do three six-minute short films beginning in August and ending in December. To compare that to 4085, we made five short films, all longer than five minutes, in the past six weeks. And so, I mean, we're also working with a lot more people. We're bringing in writers and directors and camera people from outside the film school, so we do have a lot more um, manpower on the projects. But real production started only six weeks ago and managing all that. We just, we work at a level where um, we can churn out high quality content very quickly. I'd also say like when we started 4085, it was just us four and we were doing, you know, five minute short film, five minute short film, 10 minute short film, 15, 20, 30 minute short film. Each of them were a week. Yeah. And so like you were saying, like with your 310, it's, three six-minute short films in, like, the whole semester. But we were doing, like, a 20-minute short film in a week in two days. Yep. Yeah, that definitely puts into perspective, like, just how much you guys are pumping out. But not even that. Like, you're doing it at a high quality, and it's definitely, like, to a very high standard. I've looked at a lot of your guys' stuff, and it is very evident that you guys put a lot of time and effort to it. So kudos to you for balancing both of those things because I feel like that would be so difficult but also for 4085 I was wondering like how I mean I know you guys are all USC students but it's not a USC club correct no it is not a USC club it is it's independent it's an independent like LLC that we found and own um just because we happen to all be USC students that's where we all met a large part of the community that we interact with is, is USC but we're not affiliated with USC uh, I, get, I understand. So do most of the people that you use, like actors and stuff like that, like, or anyone, is anyone not from USC? Yeah, we definitely, you know, we're trying to expand our reach. I think what we've realized is that in-person marketing and in-person discussions with people is just the best way to really build these relationships with filmmakers. So, you know, if we're thinking about who we're near geographically, the USC community are people that we are interacting, we're seeing in our gen eds or our film classes, and we're asking them what they're doing this weekend and if they want to be on a set. That being said, we have a project that's in our film festival this weekend, um, slight promo, um, that was written by a student who goes to Columbia University. Um, We've gotten script submissions from all over. We're, you know, in this digital age that we're in, we have the ability to work with people all over the world. Um, it's really just a matter of when we're beginning production and when we're doing all of the physical things that need to be in person, we end up typically gravitating towards USC students. But we're not limited at all. And we, you know, love working with outside people. Yeah, I think that's so smart to do it as an LLC because like you still get the support from the USC community just like you said like geographically like that's where you are but also the film industry is all about connections and who you know could always help you down the line so I feel like that was a smart move by you guys <laughs> so I guess if you guys could like walk me through 
how exactly 4085 works. And I think specifically to frame this, like it would be helpful to run through the process of what it takes to produce a short film. Okay. So let's say, what's your favorite genre? Let's say drama. Okay. So you have just now, Chloe, written a 10-minute drama that you're super psyched about. Um, However, you are looking at it and you're like, how am I going to get this made at a high-quality level that I'm going to be satisfied with? The answer is 485. You would DM us or you'd reach out through our link tree on our Instagram, 4085 Productions, and you'd submit your script to our script submissions, which we read every single one. And then we take your script and we'd be like, Chloe, wow, you are such a good writer. We are going to produce your script for you. And then the entire process of pre-production starts. Do you guys want to? Yeah, sure. Um, so for that, like, we figure out how much it's going to cost to make your script, figure out the budget. We figure out the team, who's going to direct it, who's going to do the cinematography, who are the actors, where are we getting all the locations. All, everything that you need to make the film, we'd figure out. And then... After that, the process of actual production starts. Once we've acquired all the things for pre-production, all the locations, all the people, everything we need, we ha- we then dive into production. And as a project comes up, typically there will be one or two producers from the 4085 board who will say, let me spearhead this. And they're going to be the ones leading all the things that Max just sort of took you through. Um you know, we do check-ins though every week. So we're all updated on all of our projects, but in order to maximize the amount of content that we're creating each semester, um, we divvy it up and normally someone will take lead on a project and sort of start scouting locations and start doing all the preliminary work with an associate typically or two. Um, And then, you know, we'll really begin. The other thing I just want to note, we also will do a development process, which Alex sort of touched on earlier in his intro. Essentially, you know, we're just going through these scripts and marking up, okay, what areas need to be cut? What areas need to be added? Um, is this marketable? Is this interesting? Are people going to like this? Um, are any of the characters not fully fleshed out? Is the conflict real? Is the conflict interesting? You know, some of these more like story-related creative questions, you know, we really start asking in the development process so that we can get the script to a point where it is near perfect and we're ready to shoot. And then we begin production, which is the onset time that is personally my favorite part of um, filmmaking and you know we do days where we're actually shooting we bring actors on and we build sets and um, we try to get the best content that we can yeah and that's always a fun time and it's like a fun job to have where you're not like in an office nine to five but you're working for like 12 hours a day running around LA shooting in different locations and getting to do like really fun cool stuff like we've done car crashes and we've done like deaths and we've done like all these cool stunts and cool dramatic moments and it's just fun to be like oh what'd you do today and you're like yeah i went out and shot a movie where we like crashed a car into a telephone pole and we really tried to make our sets a fun collaborative environment like we play music um we don't have like a hierarchy where like everyone has to listen to to the director we really tried to create a space where if it's your first set or if it's your 100th set or if you're a professional working in the industry, everyone can come and talk and bring their creative insight to the project. Because, for example, over the summer, we shot a feature length film that was developed for months, actually almost a year, right? A year, a year. Um, and we were working with a kid and this guy was like, 
like 10 or 11 or something like that. And he read his part and then he would come to set so excited with so many ideas of like camera movements and lines that he could add and things that he could do. And this kid's 11. And we actually implemented some of the things that he came to set with because they were good ideas and they were creative. And it was another way. um, It was another perspective that we hadn't seen or thought of before. Yeah, I feel like that's so like rare these days like because like you were talking about like the hierarchy and I feel like on a traditional film set that's definitely present but that's cool that you guys like take everyone's opinion into consideration because like it really at the end of the day is a collaborative effort and yeah like you said like not one opinion I guess should rule out all others but I guess I was just wondering like how involved are the script writers from start to finish with the film um it's a spectrum Some people, some writers decide to write the script and then hand it off. They said, or they decide that their skills are best used in the writing room. And then they hand it off to us and they're like, I don't want to touch it. You guys make my film. Other writers really want to be involved. Um, Some like to direct, some like to do camera stuff. Some like to just be on set as script supervisors and and just see how everything's going on. So it, it really depends on the writer and how involved in the production they want to be. But when we get a script, we try to have a conversation with them. Like, how do you, what do you want to do? Do you want to be on set? How do you want to be involved? And how do we, how do we make that happen? Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that you guys receive a lot of scripts. So how many do you think you receive on average? And like, I guess what makes you excited to like take a script and produce it? What do you look for? Um, and like, how do you ultimately decide which projects you want to work on for sure um we receive about 20 to 30 scripts a semester um i think our fall semester is definitely higher um numbers because people are writing over the summer and they get that long break and they have ideas or they're bored or whatever reason they end up writing so you know i'd say on average 20 to 30 a semester and you know each producer is different in terms of what they look for in a script you know i could read a script that will go and win an oscar one day and i could hate it But that's just because that's who I am and it's not something I'm interested in. So we really try to look at it from a very subjective place. So me personally, when I'm reading scripts, I'm looking at locations, I'm looking at story content, I'm looking at characters, I'm looking at stunts, I'm looking at intimacy. Um, You know, these are all number of pages. These are all factors that will really tell me, okay, how hard is it going to be to produce this movie? How much money is it going to take to produce this movie? You know do I need to hire an intimacy coordinator? Do I need to hire a stunt coordinator? Um, You know, a lot of safety questions get brought up normally when I'm reading scripts. Um, You know, sometimes, you know, for an example, like we'll read a script or there's a draft where a ceiling has to get pulled out or a, a fan gets to get pulled out of the ceiling. And it's like, not necessarily a make or break of whether or not we take the project. It's just more of a, okay, that's gonna have to be a discussion because that's an insane stunt. Um, So, you know, these are all factors that determine, A, whether or not we choose projects, um, but B, you know, how are we going to do these? Are we able to do these in the most effective way? Because sometimes we'll get scripts that are fully animated, which are awesome. You know, those are great stories that definitely need to be told. But right now we don't have a contact that can animate full time and create a fully animated piece. So sometimes it's also just about, okay, this is a great project. We're going to have it in our arsenal and in our foot, in our storage 
And maybe in three, four months, someone who's awesome and a great animator comes to us and says, I want to do something. We'll say, great, we have the perfect project. We just couldn't make it at the time it was submitted. Right. And I just want to jump on the end of that because that's a really um, important uh, just note on what 485 is able to do for the artist as an individual. If you come to 485 as an actor, you're in the database. As a writer, you're in the database. As a filmmaker, as a PA, as a sound person, as a gaffer, as a director, you are in our database if you come to us. If you want to work with 485, we want to work with you because we can be that vessel that matches you with a project with another person that needed you and then you need this third person. We want to be this environment that allows artists of all different backgrounds and perspectives to be able to come together and make beautiful art. It's interesting also what Jordan says about reading a script because like when I first get a script and I read it, I'm just reading it for the story and do I like the story? I don't even, like my mind starts to go to, oh, how would I shoot that? How would we do that? But I try to turn that off on the first read to make sure is the story good and do I like it? Yeah, that's interesting that you guys like approach script reading all very differently based on your roles, which I think is just like a testament to how many perspectives you have, like going at one story, which I think can be so useful because, again, everyone sees a story and understands it differently. So I guess my next question, which kind of you perfectly set up, is how can people get involved? Like, are you looking for any specific kind of talent currently or can anyone with any excitement about 4085 join? For sure. Um, there's multiple ways to get involved. The first I'm going to say is our Instagram at 4085 Productions. We put quite literally everything on there from announcements about screenings to casting calls, crew calls, when we're gearing up. Um, you know, really everything that's going on with this company is we try to make it um, as transparent as possible through our Instagram. And that's where we're able to reach the most amount of people. After that, you can click the link in our bio to head to our website, um, which has a lot of information on what we're doing. And then from there, you can also subscribe to our mailing list. Um, you know, we have about 200 people on that mailing list and we update it semi-frequently with similar things that'll be on the Instagram. Like I said, you know, we are trying to work with as many people as possible who want to work with us. So, you know, we'll send out crew calls. Sometimes we, you know, sometimes they'll be last minute. Sometimes they'll be well in advance. We need a script supervisor for Sunday. We need um, a director for a cool project. You know, any of these things will go out or we need actors. We need whatever we need. You'll find out about it either through our Instagram through our email list, or, you know, finally through these in-person events that we have, like our film festival coming up December 3rd. And I was wondering if you could explain a little bit about the film festival and kind of what happens there. Cause I know this is your second annual one, correct? Yeah, it is our second one. Um, so the film festival last year, we made six short films in like about six weeks, kind of the same time frame, um, from scripts that we did get submitted to us in a similar way as here. And, we produced them, and then we showed them in SCA in one of their theaters. And we had a lot of people come, dressed up nice. It was fun. It was kind of like a screening, like um, how they do for the different USC classes, but for 485. And it was a community where everyone could come and meet each other. And, oh, you worked on that project? I really liked cinematography. Would you want to work on my project next semester? And stuff like that. So you could meet all these artists and collaborate with them in this festival and then also get to watch their work and get to – see your own work on the big screen, which was super fun. So we're kind of doing that again this year, but with bigger films and more films. Yeah, I think that's great to have a space and a specific time to like sit down and appreciate the work that you've 
put so much like time and thought into because I mean if you guys are producing six films in six weeks like I'm sure you barely have time to like stop and just like watch a film so that's awesome that you guys do that and I guess like at the beginning of this when you all started in the pandemic where did you want 4085 to take you were you even thinking about that and if so like how has it changed today and where do you see 4085 going in the future well at first I was just having fun personally I just liked hanging out with my friends making films like it was a good combination of art and fun and productivity that was um, it, that fulfilled my soul is what I'll say. Um, when I fir- first started, I didn't see it becoming a company until we started having those conversations down the line. Yeah. And then I think once we did start to have those conversations, we realized, oh, all four of us are on the same page. All four of us are this committed and all four of us want to create this environment that includes so many other people than just the four of us. And that's when 4085 turned into a company that wanted to work with other people. And then I think for your comment about the future, we want to continue the growth of 4085 and we want to allow more people to work with us and get more people's stories out there and heard and we want it to become this machine that can take people who don't know how to get their voices heard or don't have the platform to and put them in front of a bigger audience. I think the other thing too is, you know, we're college students who are, you know, entering the era and like seeing our friends who go through these summer internships at production companies. And, you know, some of us have completed them. And I think what we're seeing and realizing is that they're really important for networking purposes and they're, you know, really good to learn about what's happening at the high level. But, you know, the dream and the hope with the future of 4085 is that we have a job out of college and that, you know, we get to be in charge of the stories we're telling at sort of the full 100% creative level instead of starting with a network or starting with a studio where, in a sense, the stories and, you know, the art that we're making is would have been highly controlled. You know, we get to decide what is good and what is not. There's no standards and practices of a network that has to come to us and tell us what is good and what's not and what needs to get cut. At the end of the day, we have full autonomy over the art we're creating. Um, so that's really the dream with the future of 4085 is that we get to continue doing what we love, which is making these films with, like I said, the complete autonomy to do so. It's that we are the network and we are the studio. It's us. And I definitely think in that digital age, in this digital age, it's very possible. I mean, you could see like YouTube, Vimeo, all these platforms that are coming up that are free to use and free to post on where people are just creating their voice. And so allowing us to create our voice and then others' voices through 4085. Yeah, I feel like all of the best companies like start out as a a passion project as this did. And I, what you were saying about, you know, the big production internships, all that, that all has a time and a place, but I applaud you guys for like kind of doing your own things. You can have the creative liberties to explore. And I feel like the best way to learn is through hands-on experience. And I really feel like through this, you guys are getting exposure to all aspects of it. I know one of you were talking about how you were an actor, but you've started directing and like that could completely change your whole entire career path. So I feel like what you guys have is super special and unique. And I'm excited to see where exactly it takes you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. 
Of course. And I guess just to like end it off on a high note, can you each go around and just tell me like what your favorite projects that you've worked on and why? Um, I can start with that. So my personal favorite project was my child that I created in the spring. Um, not that I created, like it was the work of dozens and dozens of people, but it's called the first Friday and it's up on our YouTube. It's an interactive choose your own adventure where you, the camera is like in a first person perspective. So I was actually wearing the camera like on my face for the filming of everything. And I was walking around as if I was a character. Um, but it's an interactive choose your own adventure where you can go in and you experience the film and then you get a choice at the end of it. Do you want to do this? Or do you want to do that? And you can choose different paths and there are 21 different endings over the course of 41 short films. And it was just, um, it was an opportunity for me to experience with a different kind of filmmaking that I've never tried before. And it was super fun. I think my favorite project that I worked on was actually most recent and will be premiering at the 485 Film Festival, um, Seven Minutes, which is a short film that I wrote uh, with my friend Aaron Lucid, um, and I directed it. It's my directorial debut. Um, we follow the world's first gay seven minutes in heaven. Um, it's a seven-minute queer comedy, and making it was really great because I got to just sort of express all the things artistically and creatively that I wanted to, um, but I got to actually direct and be more in control of the picture and how it was looking. Um, and between that and interacting with actors really just made the experience very fulfilling and enjoyable. I'd, I'd say my, my favorite um, was the uh, feature film that we worked on over the summer, All Alone Together. Um, it is a two-hour-long psychological thriller about a um, guy who writes a horror film and then slowly the line between his reality and his fiction starts to blend. Um, it was the first real script I ever wrote um, and uh, I'm starring in it and it was a, a really transformative experience for me that I'm grateful I got the opportunity to have because of 4085. And then I would say for me, my favorite project is also All Alone Together. Um, I directed it, which was super fun. And I think it's my favorite because it was a big challenge. I mean, I'm not in the production school. I'm studying cognitive science. I haven't, like, learned that much directing from classes in, like, the traditional way. I kind of just learned all of what I know about filmmaking, most of what I know about filmmaking, from doing it and from YouTube. So getting to direct this feature horror movie when I watch a lot of horror movies and like, I love horror movies. It's just super fun and such a amazing challenge to be able to do. I mean, right there, you guys all described such different films, which is so crazy that you guys have like produced all of those yourselves. But I think it's really a testament to 4085 and how like you guys say that there's space for everyone's story and like have really proven that with this production company you guys have created. So those were great pitches. I want to go watch all of those now. <laughs> <laughs> I would Thank like you. I would like to mention one more thing. Like we don't do everything just ourselves. It's of course a very collaborative space. And we are looking to expand 485 at all times. Like we have three other members that aren't just the core four of us. Um, Charlotte Doyle, Brooke Bowling, and Gray Abdallah. They all have 
certain skills that we don't have. So we bring them on into the company um, on the board and they provide insight and skills and functions that we just we just can't. And so it's really nice to have them here, too. Now moving into the speed round of questions. If you are new to Perspective, we do this so you can get to know our guests on the podcast on a more personal level. And because Perspective is an extension of Spec Magazine, a fashion, lifestyle, culture, and wellness student-run publication here at USC, we like to frame the questions regarding these topics. So everyone just answer with the first thing that comes to mind. So to begin, who are your favorite directors? Edgar Wright. Todd Phillips. Jordan Peele. Maximus Jenkins. Okay, so now what is a production company that you admire, other than 4085, of course? A24. Blumhouse. Intrepid. Astral Motion Pictures. So besides film, what are your guys' other interests? Musical theater. I'm really into um, physical fitness and exercise and sports and athletics. Uh, Music and outdoor extreme sports. Um, I'm really into comedy. I'm in a sketch comedy troupe and I'm also in an improv troupe. What are the names of those so we can support you? I am in the suspenders and comedus interruptus. Okay, so where else are you guys involved on campus? Um, I'm doing other films for SCA all the time. Um, I played lacrosse for the club lacrosse team. And yeah. I'm involved in MTR, which is musical theater repertory. Um, I'm the secretary of that group. Um, I'm the co-president of the Film and TV Writers Club. It acts pretty similar to 485, where we take scripts and we make them. Um, Me and Charlotte Doyle are the co-presidents. I work for Trojan Vision, uh, SCA's TV shows, as the editor. And um, I'm in the surf club and the ski team. Alex? Yeah, for me, just the comedy, suspenders, and comedians. All right, now if you could all go around and explain your dream job. I'm always curious about this answer. Um, 4085. Wow, that was that planned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should cut that. Um, for real, yeah, for, for real though, uh, my dream job is to be a director, cinematographer, um, creative at 4085 Productions. You know, what I'm doing now, if I could do that at a professional level, that supports my lifestyle, that is my dream job. I agree with Caleb. I would say also, like, I have, like, dream projects that I want to work on more than a dream job. I would like to do all of that and then also be on Broadway. Well, I feel like you guys are well on your way. You're all already practicing what you need to do to really solidify that path. So good for you guys. And lastly, in your opinion, which movie has the best costume design? The best costume design. I got it. For me, it's Hunger Games. I think the capital costumes are insane. Can I say TV show? 
Yeah, of course. Game of Thrones. I'm going to stick with my earlier answer of Edgar Wright being my favorite director. The movie Baby Driver, each of the characters are like, their costumes have a certain color, and that color relates to their attitude and their character. Uh, this one's more animated, but um, if you've ever seen the film Spirited Away, I feel like you just get thrown into the world by the costume design of all the characters. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of episode five. Jordan, Alex, Caleb, and Maximus, thank you so much for coming on Perspective today. I know you guys are all crazy busy as students and company founders, so I appreciate your time. For my listeners, make sure you're following at 4085 Productions on Instagram to keep up with everything they are doing and subscribe to their YouTube channel so you can see the exact projects that they're working so hard on. While we're on the topic of socials, go ahead and give SpecMagUSC a follow on Instagram so you get updates about new upcoming episodes for season two. Thank you again, Jordan, Alex, Caleb, and Maximus. Um, I'll be cheering you guys on as well as 4085, and I can't wait to see everything that you create. Thank you for having us on. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm your host, Chloe Kopsky. Thank you for listening to season two, episode five. I'll be back with another episode of Perspective in which I sit down with even more interesting USC students.